What's up, everybody? It's another episode of the Life Creative Podcast. I am your host, as always, Peter Widom. You can find me at peterwidom.com, where you can find other content and leave your comments. In this episode, I want to talk about how people consume the things that you make and how that may be different than you think it's going to be. But first of all, I want to give a big thank you to someone by the name of Franklin. You know who you are. Thank you very much for your support this week. I greatly appreciate it. And it really has helped me just to keep going and keep moving this forward. So thank you so much, Franklin, for taking the time and the trouble. And a special shout out to you there as well. So let's get into this episode. Regardless of what you may create, and it could be any medium, you know, any distribution method, it doesn't matter what it is, whatever you create and put out in the world for other people, it's fair to say that you have a perception of how you think that that's going to be received and how it's going to be consumed by people. And I'm going to give you an example here. I'll give you an example by way of podcasts. So when I create a podcast and I put it out there, I don't assume that people will automatically listen to it, and I don't assume that they will listen to it right now or when it drops. And the reason I say that is because they have the ability to listen to it when they choose to, or not at all if they choose to. So I'm very conscious of the fact that I try to make the content work for whenever they may be listening to it. And that's kind of my advice to you is think about that, right? So for example, when it's a podcast episode here, it's a audio or a, you know, a visual thing, something like that. Be very careful if you can to try to not limit it to the time period of now, right? So for example, in a podcast, I would try very hard not to say something like, Hey, it's Tuesday and it's raining and I hear that the weekend's going to be terrible for everybody because I don't know when you're going to be listening to it. Tuesday is an irrelevant date for you. The weekend may be completely irrelevant. You may be listening to it years from now and wondering what on earth I'm talking about. So I try to make what we call evergreen content. That is putting stuff out in the world that works regardless of the time that it's being listened to, watched, whatever it may be by somebody. Of course, that's not completely possible, right? For example, anything news-related is going to more than likely be tied to a particular date range or a social commentary on something that's happening now in the world. And those have to be tied to that time period, not only so it's relevant now for the people consuming it, but also as an archival process so that in the future when people hear it, it matches the time period that you're talking about, right? So if I was talking about, for example, you know, the COVID virus in 2020, people will be looking at other things in 2020 and they will work nicely together. If I didn't tie that to a time period, it's going to be harder for people to to relate to that. Okay, hope that makes sense. So that's kind of my tip here is if you can offer something and make it work without tying it to a specific time or a specific date or anything like that, that's going to work best, I think. Now, of course, even when you go for that and you try to make that your goal, that does not mean it's going to work. And the problem is that 
we think we know how people are going to consume our stuff, right? For example, again, a podcast. I'm thinking someone may have headphones on. They may be going for some exercise or a walk. They may be doing their groceries. They may be driving in the car. All of those things. All of those could be completely wrong for a majority of the circumstances. And I have no way of knowing that. So I try to tailor it towards making it work for whatever the situation the person's in. Another good example, I think, with something visual is artworks, photographs, that visual medium, right? When you're creating it on a computer screen, on a canvas, whatever it may be, you're seeing it under a very particular light condition. You may be, for example, using a calibrated monitor for colors and density. You may be in a very well-lit studio. You may be in a very dark studio. And those conditions do not necessarily match the ones that someone will be viewing the content in. I would hope that if you was putting something like, say, for example, a, an artwork or a photo or a sculpture out in a studio space somewhere or a gallery, that you may be able to control that lighting to get it to be represented the way you want it to be. But you don't know for sure that's going to happen. And what if someone buys that piece of artwork and takes it home again their lighting situation at home may be radically different than the one you intended it to be or the one you viewed it in when you were creating it so if you make a very you know dark artwork for example it's going to look even darker in a dark room and that may change the way that someone feels about it but you also have to accept you have no control over this the best you can do is to say, okay, I'm going to make what I wanted and try to allow, again, for the situation at which it's being viewed and put it out there. But that doesn't mean, you know, again, you should just completely ignore it. You should try it. Try and take it into account if you can. I certainly do. I try to do my very best to make sure, for example, audio and videos that I put out in the world are balanced they are of a sort of acceptable broadcast level of audio or an acceptable image quality or brightness for when someone's viewing it on a device of some kind, right? And in particular, I'm thinking like when I put videos out on YouTube, I don't want them, if they, you know, look okay to me, I might tweak them slightly brighter just in case someone has a darker screen or they're viewing at an off angle, something like that. These are things to think about. You know, I just think that you, if you can improve the chance of your creative, whatever it may be, right, your end result being received in as close to the way as you intended it, I think that that's going to greatly help the way that people receive it. That's just my thoughts for this episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You know, please go to peterwilliam.com forward slash contact. Reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at Graphics Media, G-R-F-X-M-E-D-I-A, and share your thoughts there. You can also find Graphics Media on Facebook, and I will be only too happy to have conversations with you there as well. So that's it for this week. Take care, everybody. Again, thank you for your support. Greatly appreciate it. And I will speak to you in the next episode.